0: sought after for their success, and for consistently putting people first, treating employees and customers with respect, and helping others succeed, now these same CEOs, the mentors, want to help you achieve your highest level of profitability, success, and personal fulfillment in life, at work, and in business. Now, here's your mentor.
1: Welcome to The Mentors. I'm John Phillips, your mentor for today, and it's great to have you with us. It's no news to our seasoned listeners, but if you're new to the show, I just want to let you know that the only reason why I'm here talking to you today is because I want to help you succeed in business and life. I want to help you live your life and dreams to their fullest, to make a difference for good in the world, especially in the world of business, and to live a life of purpose and meaning. In short, I want to help you find success and fulfillment. So if you have any questions or concerns or struggles you're going through in your business or work, call or email us. We all are here to help you succeed. You can drop us a line or call us 24-7. You'll find the contact information at TheMentorsRadio.com. In fact, I'm giving you assignment. Go there now to TheMentorsRadio.com and send me your questions. It will make my day. Seriously, we want to help you. On with the show here, on the show here today, I will be talking to the sixth generation co-owner in a family business. That's pretty rare. Most family businesses fall apart after the third generation, so it's a real treat to have this guest with us today. And to to peak your curiosity even more, the family business is based in the eastern Midwest, yet serves clients nationwide, and it's been around for 175 years. See if you can guess what this company produces. Meanwhile, we'll learn about this family business later. We'll also discuss how to sustain a business through good times and tough. Think about it. If your business has been around 175 years, you've been through some tough times, including the depression, some world wars, and many other things. So it'll be interesting to learn how they survived. We can learn a lot from their example. We'll also talk about what it is like to be part of a family business, what makes a family business work, and what can tear it apart. Most people don't have the experience of being raised in a family business. I think these days a lot of people assume those raised in a family business are born with a silver spoon, so to speak. That may that may be they don't understand what it's like in the real world, holding their breath from paycheck to paycheck, finding out ways to make ends meet, or working diligently to prove themselves so they can get a promotion. But the reality of family business is far different from those perceptions. Here are some eye opening facts about family business. On one hand, family businesses generate 62% of the nation's employment and account for 78% of all new job creation. It's amazing. About 35% of Fortune 500 companies are family controlled, including small businesses and major corporations, including small businesses and major corporations. Research reveals that family businesses are less likely to lay off employees regardless of financial performance. Family-run businesses tend to make decisions with long view with a long view perspective. Thinking of future generations and not just tomorrow stockholders' profit or for the next 10 years. The driving motivator in many family businesses, more than other businesses, is the sense of connection and identity the owners and their family members feel to the business. Sounds perfect, doesn't it? But there's also another side as well. More than 30% of all family-owned businesses survive only to the second generation. Just 12% will, be viable, will, st- will still be viable into the third generation. And only 3% of all family businesses operate at the fourth generation and beyond. With those statistics in mind, it's a real treat to bring on a friend and a colleague of mine, Bob Verdon. Bob is a sixth generation co-owner of the Verdon Company. Sixth generation, 175 years old this year. They're celebrating their anniversary. Did you guess what the family business produces? I bet you didn't. The Vernon Company casts, installs, and repairs bells and clocks. If you have a church with a bell tower, a town with a clock, where you've ever seen or heard beautiful carillon bells ringing out, there's a good chance that those bells where that town clock was cast and installed by the Verdon Company. This year is the company's 175th anniversary. Bob, welcome to The Mentors. It's great to have you with us.
2: Hi John, thank you for having me. So Good to be here.
1: Good, we're glad to have you. Bob, you sound so serious. Bob and I go back a long ways. He's an incredible guy from an incredible family. Can you tell me how six generations ago the Verdon family got started in, started the Verdon company? What spawned this great idea?
2: Well, it uh, really started when we uh, arrived in the United States uh, about 1830. Um, my great, 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 great grandfather uh, back then, uh, had a good friend who was a priest at Old Saint Mary's Church in Cincinnati, and at that time uh, the priest was building a brand new church and uh, wanted a clock. And um, at that time also, um, we had uh, my my family had designed and um, made a clock in eighteen forty one. And won a uh, uh, an award for a new design in a timepiece, an escapement uh, that was more accurate um, than anything that had been out there for since that time. Um, so at that time, we had uh, we made actually our first installation in 1842 at Old Saint Mary's Church and the historic Over the Rhine in downtown Cincinnati and uh, it all began then. Uh, that's when uh, when it all began. Uh, clocks sort of uh, were tied to bells in churches. The clocks rang the bells for the hour strike to announce the hour, um, to let everybody know in the community of what time it was. Sort of the voice of the clock, the bell was. So. Um that's how we started back uh back in 1842 with a clock right here and it actually it's uh, that church is only a few blocks away from our office.
1: Is that clock still working, Bobby?
2: That's not the original. The original <laughs> clock is now in our museum. We had uh we had updated it since. Um so we're actually on I think the second third generation clocks of that church. Um, and the original clock is in our museum here in Cincinnati at our office. Oh, wow.
1: Listen, we're, uh, we're talking with Bobby Verdon and, uh, we're going to have to take a quick break right now. And then after the break, I want to, want to get back and tell you about, uh, the casting of bells. I had the pleasure of witnessing that one time at his office there in Cincinnati, but you're listening to the mentors radio show. I'm John Phillips. I'm speaking with Bob Verdon of the Verdon company. 175 year old family owned business. We've got lots more to talk with Bob about stay with us. We'll see you after the break
2: my health insurance is killing me. Well, it was killing me, too. That's why I just switched to a non-insurance ministry. It only costs $320 per month for my family of seven, and it's even less for couples and singles. Wow. It's a solid organization, been around 17 years. We have the dependability of a proven method, but it's different. It's Christian-based, so we don't have to pay for non-Christian practices like abortions. Plus, we can choose our own doctors. What is it? Samaritan Ministries. SamaritanMinistries.org. That's easy to remember. SamaritanMinistries.org
3: imagine waking up and walking just eight steps to your work no commute no traffic you set your own hours full-time or part-time your choice supplement your income replace your income it's up to you Openacan.com can help you get there these aren't empty promises when katherine a popular hairstylist back east became ill and needed different work She became part of the Hope in a Can team. Within two years, she not only regained her health, but also more than replaced her income. Mary, a nurse and mother of nine in the Midwest, quit nursing to be with her family and work from home. Her income put nine children through college. A near-retirement dentist is happily building a post-retirement business. What are your goals? Call now, toll free to learn more. 855-921-HOPE. That's 855-921-HOPE. Or go to HopeInACan.com. That's HopeInACan.com. HopeInACan.com.
4: Because you're active in your church, you may have wondered, how can we maintain the quality of our stained glass windows? What is their value? What would repairs cost? You can get a no-cost analysis of your church's stained glass windows at willethouser.com to help you make the best decisions for restoration or new windows. A free inspection and evaluation of your church's windows by the Willethauser Artisans can answer your questions. Over 120 years of stained glass design and restoration experience. com. And now, back to the
0: Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business.
1: Welcome back to the Mentors. Radio show, I'm John Phillips, and we're talking with Bob Verdon, a sixth-generation co-owner of the Verdon Company. Verdon Company casts bells and makes town clocks. Before the break, Bob told us how his grandfather, six times removed, uh, got started this family business that has just thrived and grown throughout the years. Uh, It's been incredibly interesting. Bob, I I too grew up in a family business, as you know, and uh, much smaller, I became the second generation my kids now the third um you know it's pretty interesting i mean my dad started it right then and uh he sold out i actually started my own so i you know the the business itself is a first generation but so the business was my business the actual structure of the business was the first generation um so you know we're still obviously working it's pretty new and it's changed over the last years with the purchase of Will It House and a continuation of that family's business rolled into ours. But for 175 years, and I know I've met many of your family members that are part of this, this huge organization, how is it structured? How is it going to go from generation to generation? How have the Verdons uh, did that and what, what advice do you have about that?
2: Well, we uh, we get phone calls uh, and ask for advice all the time from family-owned businesses that are going to the second and third generations, Um, and honestly, it's uh, you know it it just has been very natural for us Um, as far as down through the years, um, everybody sort of naturally has flowed into the area they're currently in um like for example um my grandfather my father and myself all all have done the same work um all have been in the sales part of the company as far as the, the large cast bells and 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 the bell projects um My cousin, Tim Verdon, has followed his grandfather and his father into the manufacturing end of the the business. Um, And my other cousin, Jill Crew, uh, has followed her grandfather and her father in the financial side of the business. Um, So it just sort of was very natural for for all of us um, to follow our father's paths. And as all of us have entered into the business and have come into the business, all of us at very young ages, I started in the business when I was 14 in the summertime, um, working in the factory, learning the business. um, And it just, you know, every year got more and more involved in the business and more and more involved in different aspects of the company. And, you know, my father mentored me. And, um, you know, it just sort of uh, nobody has ever said to me that I, I have to be in sales or I have to do this. It's it's what I wanted to do, and it's how I wanted to follow my father. And all of us have, have done the same. Uh, we've all followed our fathers, and it's all something we have wanted to do in the different areas of the company. But um, you've
1: also been able to work in the other areas of the company as part of your Internship, if you will, so that you can learn about yeah. the business. Like you actually did work casting bells, is that correct?
2: Yeah. Uh, yes. And and in in our business, it's it's the only way you can learn to do it. And in fact, we had a meeting this morning, uh, and we we're talking about um, you know generating uh, different areas of the com people for different areas of the company, and how we're going to have to uh, educate them in in, for instance, bells, um, because there's so many different bell foundries that were out there years ago, and casting bells, and all of their bells are different, so they they require different work. They require different things, and to be able to work on a bell that was cast by a company out of St. Louis, Missouri, or Troy, New York, they're two totally different animals. They're both swinging bells and they're both, you know, a thousand pound bell, but they both work differently because the components on the bell that make the bell swing, those foundries did things differently. So the only way to learn that is to actually travel around the country, uh, work in the factory and see it and experience it and, and do it firsthand in a nasty, dirty bell tower. That's the only way you can really learn this business. There's no college that you can go to to get educated on how a bell works.
1: You know, it was amazing that day that we had the Conference of Catholic Facilities Managers there in Covington, and you guys were so kind as to take us over there and actually cast a bell. Uh, I guess it's kind of a portable machine that you cast this bell in. Um, just an amazing process. I mean... That's something you're doing pretty regularly still to this day, the old-fashioned way, right?
2: It is. It is. And, and we have several different... We have uh, two foundries, really. Um, one that is uh, in our building, uh, the foundry in our building that we cast bells at uh, um, at least monthly. Um, and then we have a mobile bell foundry that we've traveled around the country and uh, casting a bell on-site Wherever the customer may be, and in fact, uh, uh, we just were in the Iowa State Fair to where we cast a bell um, for Iowa, um, and um, we're in on September 11th. We're going to Northern Ohio in uh, Toledo to a veterans cemetery to cast a bell. Um, We've cast a bell, uh, for a, a town here close to Cincinnati in Evendale, Ohio on Memorial Day for another veteran celebration. Um, and the mobile foundry all started with the state of Ohio's bicentennial where the governor wanted a bell cast for every county in Ohio. And there's 88 counties in Ohio. And he wanted the bell cast in every every single county, so it had never been done before a mobile foundry, and so we had to design and develop a, a mobile foundry, which actually consists of two semi trailers um, and a, a crew of eight that travel with the foundry. Um, and when we went through Ohio, we uh, two and a half years. We cast a bell in uh, every county in Ohio, um, and the casting of, uh, on the Mobile Foundry was a two-day process, um, not including the, the setup and the teardown and all those things, but the event was a two-day process. And uh, we cast a bell in every single county in Ohio for Ohio's bicentennial. We do do castings every once in a while, and we publish them on our website of when the castings are. And we do invite the public quite, a, you know, uh, to be able to come view the castings uh, when we do them.
1: I would strongly suggest that people take a look at your website. It's, it's theverdencompany.com. Is that right? I'm sorry, Bobby. Yes. Um yeah. But watching the casting process is amazing. I, uh, and, and it is, you know, I've known Bobby for a long time and we've done a lot of conferences together and, and socialize and just a great human being. And he has a sidekick, an older guy that I think has also provided a lot of mentorship for him, Dan. Um, and, and I was, I have to say, I don't usually give him much credit in public, but he was, I watched him at that foundry thing and he wasn't just another pretty face who very much involved. So was the whole family, just a wonderful group of people. Um, you know, we're after the break, I'd like to get into a little bit more of the stuff with, uh, uh, family owned businesses and things to avoid and things that you think have been the keys to your success. So you're listening to the mentors radio show. I'm John Phillips. I'm speaking with Bob Verdon, sixth generation at the Verdon company, 175 year old bells and carillon company. After the break, we're going to hear some more information about a family owned business with Bob. Stay tuned and we will see you after the break.
5: I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. And here's my best offer
3: ever. My pillow is now offering 50% off their 4-pack special plus free shipping. Go to mypillow.com or call 1-800-890-6632. 1-800-890-6632 and use promo code MENTORS. That's 50% off plus free shipping. Don't delay, order now.
6: All Catholics are invited to join the Young Catholic Professionals, YCP for short, National Movement. One of the nation's fastest-growing Catholic organizations, with chapters in 15 cities nationwide and international interest, YCP was founded by peers to inspire young professionals to work in witness for Christ. YCP's programs are designed to help young people at every stage of the journey to grow as Catholics and as professionals. Our members use their experience to become ambassadors of the faith in the public square, forming tomorrow's leaders to step forward in their communities, parishes, and workplaces. There's an opportunity for Catholics of all ages to get involved. Visit our website, youngcatholicprofessionals.org, youngcatholicprofessionals.org, to learn more about how you can get involved in this exciting apostolate. That's youngcatholicprofessionals.org, youngcatholicprofessionals.org.
7: Attention salespeople, are you struggling trying to make sales on a daily basis so you can earn more money and enjoy a better lifestyle? Are you sick and tired of prospects telling you they want to think about it and not being able to pay your bills? End all that now by going to www.MinutesToSales.com and sign up for my free webinar. Hello, I'm Jeff Motter and I regularly hear from salespeople and business owners who are struggling to get more sales because they don't know how to sell in a clear and convincing way. And that was me when I started out in sales more than 35 years ago. I knew I had a great product that made people's lives better, but for some reason, I just didn't know how to tell people about it in a clear and convincing way. I couldn't even close the door, so to speak, but all that changed when I cracked the code. Since then, I've helped hundreds of people to understand the process and be able to sell at will. If you'd like to start making more sales immediately, sign up for my free webinar at www.minutestosales.com where you can experience for yourself my simple, amazing process and see how it instantly improves your sales ability. Go to www.minutestosales.com today and sign up for my free webinar. Talk to you soon.
0: And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to the Mentors, theMentorsRadio.com. I'm John Phillips. Your host for today. We are talking with my guest Bob Verden, sixth generation co-owner of the Verden Company. Before the break, we were talking about family businesses and the structure of it, um, and also the casting of bells. So, I'm sure over the over the many years of being in business, there, you guys have made some successes and made some mistakes. For people that have family businesses out there, what has been a key to you being able to get along with the family, keep things on task, and it working so well, Bob?
2: Well, uh, we have, um, I guess, really a, a, an unwritten rule that um, outside of the office, we don't talk business. So, as if we get together for Christmas or Easter. Or, a wedding or what have you, uh, um, we don't talk business at all. Um, we don't discuss it, uh, don't bring it up, nothing. Um, we have uh, we have a time and place that uh, we discuss things, and that's in the office. Uh, we have a time and place that family gets together um, uh, besides our management team. Um, and we talk about things. We, we, you know, it's, uh, it's an open, uh, open table. Uh, you can bring anything up, talk about anything, but, uh, it's solved and it's resolved before we leave that room. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, if you have any issues or any comments or anything like that, you bring it up at that time, we resolve it, we, we settle it and, and that's it. Um, and it doesn't go beyond that point. Um, it's done, it's finished so that, is, that has proved to be very um, good for us um, sometimes it could be hard to let something go uh, um, for some people but um, for the most part it's been a very successful uh, uh, setup for us and uh, the way we deal with um, any issues there may be uh, but it's been, uh, it's been is good Is there equal
1: um, votes? Is there been is yes. there equal votes among all the family members? Uh,
2: when it comes to family issues within the company, yes. Um, you know the you know the structure of the company as far as the, the shares in the company and so forth. Um, any any issues regarding the decisions in the financial side of the company, um, you know, that's structured a little differently. But uh, um, anything in regards to um, maybe any personal issues or uh, anything along those lines or uh, that, um, you know, it's equal. Everybody's equal.
1: Now, you have a lot of, you know, it's a big organization. I mean, how many people work for you now, Bob?
2: Well, we have uh, in our home office in Cincinnati, um, in our manufacturing facility and our office, uh, we have about 125 employees. Um, and then out in the field, we have another 28 service technicians and uh, 20 sales uh, guys in the field. I should say wow, people in the field.
1: Sales people, exactly. So you, you you were talking about how you get into room. Obviously, not everybody that's a family member is in management. Some of them, uh, some of your managers, which I've met some, are not related now do you have separate discussions for the family members as you know or you know i mean obviously you have staff that come in and you have managers that have meeting do you keep the specific family members having private meetings as well as with the rest of the staff you do
2: yes we have like you said we do have a management team Uh, we have a great team a great makeup um, of our management team um but we do have uh separate meetings um with just the family members and you know family members that you know that you know um it's uh it's four of us um that uh since my father passed away a year ago um it's uh four of us that are uh, currently um the family members that would meet mm-hmm. and and it's been very very good
1: now do you um you guys when you're meeting in those meetings I mean I'm sure this is more of a discussion on the longevity keeping it together for generations I mean a family business you're always planning I mean you don't have no end in sight for this there's no exit plan it's to continue your exit plan is to keep turning it over to the next generation is that's is correct. that something that you and that's what you actively plan to do
2: Yes I mean uh, or, you know we want to see this go on to the seventh generation um, and so we're like you say there there's no end in sight we want to continue to build the company um, uh, for many 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 more years and generations um, uh, and uh, we don't we don't see an end we we just see uh continuing on and uh, and building the company uh, um, to continue on and in the Verdon family.
1: That's great. And I am sure it will continue on for a long time. The caliber of work is magnificent and uh, the people that they have in place just outside of the family too are also very, very good. What do you think your number one reason that your family has had so much success? What is it that you do better than most businesses? If you heard at the beginning, I mean, three percent of all family businesses ever started never make it past the third generation and here you are to six and going stronger and stronger what is it that you guys i mean what's your 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 motto with that what would you tell these next people that are myself included that are trying to take this into the next generation and the generation past that and so are what have you guys done better than anybody what do you think is more important to do most important
2: the customer is always right the customer always comes first Um, we, you know, if, you know, since we have, we have 50,000 installations all across the United States and Canada and over 30 foreign countries, um, the customer comes first. So even, even if we have to get on a plane or travel all the way across the country to take care of a warranty issue, we do it. Um, no matter what it takes, uh, we make it right. If, the, if we do an installation and the customer's not happy, we'll do whatever it takes to make that customer happy. We'll do whatever it takes um, to make it right, to make it work uh, for them um, so, it is, so it's what they expect. Um, it, the customer you know, is, is number one.
1: You know, I just recently, this really strikes home with me, I've had a pool being built here at my house and just amazing how uninterested people are. We're going to get cut off at a break here in just a minute, but I really want to pick this back up because this point of putting the customer first and the customer being right and actually caring about what you do is incredibly important for good business. And we as a society and people going into business are putting the dollar first and not taking care of the customer. And it is a recipe for disaster. But I won't talk to you about that after the break. We'll come back for the next segment. You're listening to The Mentors. You can find us online at thementorsradio.com. I'm John Phillips speaking with Bob Verdon. Don't touch that Dow. We'll see you on the other side of the break.
8: In classrooms across America, students are not learning the same history you did. Used in Catholic schools in more than 60 dioceses, these textbooks are highly praised by all, even award-winning secular university professors. Go to catholictextbookproject.com to find
3: out why. Imagine waking up and walking just eight steps to your work. No commute, no traffic. You set your own hours, full-time or part-time. Your choice. Supplement your income, replace your income. It's up to you. Hopeinacan.com can help you get there. These aren't empty promises. When Catherine, a popular hairstylist back east, became ill and needed different work, she became part of the Hope in a can team. Within two years, she not only regained her health, but also more than replaced her income. Mary, a nurse and mother of nine in the Midwest, quit nursing to be with her family and work from home. Her income put nine children through college. A near-retirement dentist is happily building a post-retirement business. What are your goals? Call now, toll free to learn more. 855-921-HOPE That's 855-921-HOPE Or go to HopeInACan.com That's HopeInACan.com HopeInACan.com This is a church. A church that might be
4: like yours with beautiful stained glass windows. Through the years, time and weather took their toll. So the people in this church went online and found Willett Hauser Architectural Glass. Willithauser did a free inspection and evaluation of the church's windows. Then their craftsmen with over 120 years of stained glass design and restoration experience brought the church's stained glass windows back to life. WillettHauser.com Ah, my health insurance is killing me. Well, it was
2: killing me, too. That's why I just switched to a non-insurance ministry. It only costs $320 per month for my family of seven, and it's even less for couples and singles. Wow. It's a solid organization, been around 17 years. We have the dependability of a proven method, but it's different. It's Christian-based, so we don't have to pay for non-Christian practices like abortions. Plus, we can choose our own doctors. What is it? Samaritan Ministries. SamaritanMinistries.org That's easy to remember. SamaritanMinistries.org SamaritanMinistries.org
0: and now back to the mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business.
1: Welcome back to the mentors. I'm John Phillips. My guest is Bob Burden, sixth generation co-owner of the Burden Company. Before the break, we had asked Bob what his secret to success was for their family, and his response was putting the customer first. This this hits really really home with me in the last couple weeks, couple months actually. I have been having a pool built here at my house, and I'm watching contractors and subcontractors come to this house, and whenever you're hired to do a job for somebody, they're hiring you as an expert. It is your moral obligation, your ethical obligation to do the absolute best possible job that you can do for that person. It's not about the bottom line. It's about you directing that customer's project to help them get the best project the best result that they could possibly do i listened to subcontractors fight with general contractors out there and the only interest that they had was saving their bottom line most of them have no money they have no cash flow they're always talking about cash flow because they have no money and they're always chasing the dollar and what business owners and people getting in business need to know is they need to be getting into business for the right reason. They want to produce a product, they want to do it well, they want to be proud of it, they want to give their customers a pleasant experience in a high quality project. If they put that first, success will follow. I never sit there and look at the bottom line when I'm making decisions about a project. I solely Look at what is best for that customer, how to get them the best thing that they've paid for. They've paid me money, they've paid my organization. It is my moral obligation to get that. Bobby was just saying the same thing, and it's made his company last over six generations. And if you get nothing else from me, I hope that you start looking at business that way about doing the best project. The best possible thing for your customer, you're hired as an expert, it is your obligation to do that for them. So I'm going to get off my soapbox there. As you can see, I'm very passionate about that and I expect that from my people. I know Bob expects that from his and that's why both of our organizations have lost multiple generations and will continue to ask last more and so many others are out there. But there is also a trend of people that don't buy into that and they need to go by the wayside And I'm fortunate that I'm in the construction industry and I was able to protect myself and I feel sorry for those others who can't. But those are also questions that you can send us and we can give you some advice and help for those things as well. As you can see, I'm very passionate about my business. Bob is very passionate about his business. I've just got to come right out and ask you, Bob. Our producer, Karen, was telling me about a story about a church, I think, in Kentucky, can you tell us about that story? Yeah, about why you, you love know, this? you know
2: yeah, you know sometimes i have to I have to think and I have to look back at um what our products you know, meaning bells and and carillons um, mean to our customers. Um, most of our projects are projects that are donated to a church. Um and years ago when when we had a installation down in Kentucky, um I at that time was working in the office um and we were short on technicians, so I went down to do the installation for this customer of an electronic carillon system. So I, I did the installation um and contacted the pastor of the church uh and he came over. I showed him the system, was explaining the system to him, and I was ready to play the system for him. And he said, you can't do that, not yet. I need to get the donor here so they can hear it for the very first time. Well, I was a little nervous because uh, I haven't even tested the system yet. So the the donor comes, this husband and wife, very nice couple, and they came and they're looking at the system. And I'm explaining to them what the system will do and how it works, and so forth, and I'm ready to play it for them so they could hear it for the first time. And, and they stopped me and they said, hang on, we want to go outside to listen to the bells. So they went outside and in a few minutes I went ahead and and uh, selected a song to play for them. I could have very easily uh, just pressed the play button and and it would have played whatever came up next in the library. Uh, but for some reason, I, I went through the library and prole- uh, selected Amazing Grace, um, hit play, um, and uh, it started playing perfectly. Um, went outside, and there the, the donor and the pastor are outside in the lawn of the church just crying. Um, and when I walked outside, uh, they came up and gave me a huge hug and just said, couldn't thank me enough for what I have done. And you know, in my mind, I you know I didn't do anything. Um, so uh, pretty soon the about fifty people ended up coming and gathered on the front lawn of the church. and um, you know we sat there for a good hour listening to uh, the carol on play. And it just the pastor finally told me that this couple, um, bought the Carillon system in memory of their daughter and their son, who they had recently lost in two separate accidents. One was a farming accident and one was an automobile accident. And their daughter um, sang Amazing Grace in the church choir uh, every Sunday or whenever. You know, every, You know she sang in the church choir, but she was known for singing Amazing Grace. Um so that was something that really hit home and i always tell our service technicians and our salesmen that story because sometimes we lose sight of what this means for the customer and i don't i never want them to lose sight that this is 90% of the time donated in memory of somebody this means something it's just not a carillon system it's just not a bell this is a this is a symbol of somebody this is this means something, this is part of somebody's life and in memory, and every time those bells ring, um you know, for instance, this you know anytime amazing Grace plays or those bells play for this family down in Kentucky, it brings back the memories of their two kids and um and that's something that we just cannot forget you know that you know this just isn't another installation, this is for somebody. So, uh, you know, I never want my people to forget that.
1: It is amazing how our jobs, we are so fortunate that we get to affect people in such a way. I mean, they spend their hard earned money so that they can create something to let a memory go on for their people. You know, the thing about it is <laughs> I'll be, every time I hear amazing grace, I think I remember that story. I can see why, uh, why Karen was so, uh, so moved by it we're gonna have to go to another break here um when we come back i'd like to hear about some times of going through the depression and world wars and if you have any stories about that you're listening to the mentors radio show i'm john phillips i'm speaking with bob verden sixth generation owner of the verden company a remarkable bell and carillon company the verden company out of cincinnati ohio after the break we're going to hear some more stories from bob don't touch that dow We'll see you on the other side.
3: I had like memory foams, I had feather pillows, and I'd always wake up with neck pain. After sleeping on my pillow, I didn't wake up with the headaches. I was more aligned.
5: I didn't realize the connection between the pillow and sleep. When I
2: switched to my pillow, I got a better night's sleep and I loved it.
5: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and it holds that support all night long to take the pressure off your shoulders and keep your neck aligned so you get the best night's sleep of your life. My Pillow is machine washable and dryable and comes with a 60 day money back guarantee and an amazing 10 year warranty. Plus every MyPillow is made in the USA. I personally guarantee that My Pillow will be
3: the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. MyPillow is now offering 50% off their four-pack special, plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-890-6632 and use promo code MENTORS. That's 50% off, plus free shipping. Don't delay. Order now.
8: In classrooms across America, students are not learning the same history you did. used in catholic schools in more than 60 dioceses these textbooks are highly praised by all even award-winning secular university professors go to catholic textbook project.com to find out why
3: imagine waking up and walking just eight steps to your work no commute no traffic you set your own hours full-time or part-time your choice supplement your income replace your income it's up to you Hopeinacan.com can help you get there. These aren't empty promises. When Catherine, a popular hairstylist back east, became ill and needed different work, she became part of the Hope in a Can team. Within two years, she not only regained her health, but also more than replaced her income. Mary, a nurse and mother of nine in the Midwest, quit nursing to be with her family and work from home. Her income put nine children through college. A near-retirement dentist is happily building a post-retirement business. What are your goals? Call now, toll free to learn more. 855-921-HOPE. That's 855-921-HOPE. Or go to hopeinacan.com. That's hopeinacan.com. hopeinacan.com.
0: And now, back to the mentors. Where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business.
1: Welcome back to The Mentors. You can find us on the web at TheMentorsRadio.com, where you can subscribe to podcasts, send us a question, give us feedback, and much more. I'm John Phillips. I'm with Bob Verdon, sixth generation co-owner of a 175-year-old bell and clock company, The Verdon Company. Before the break, we were, we were talking to Bob about some customer service things. He told us a great story about a church in Kentucky, those kind of things that make it all worthwhile. It's just amazing to get to go up and go to work and do those kind of things each day, Bob. We're sure glad it that is. you're able to support it those is. customers and do those things. So, you've been six generations. You've been through the Great Depression, the couple world wars. Any stories you want to tell us about getting through the Depression and how things, how Verdon was able to do that?
2: Well, one thing that probably. Um, you know, like for instance, back oh gosh, back in eight, the 1890s, um, things were very rough for us. Um, you know the you know the economy wasn't good. Um, things weren't happening uh, in the Bell world uh, as far as you know keeping us busy. Um, so at that time, my family teamed up with another side of the family, the the side of the family. To, to form VKV, Verden Capus Verdon. And um, besides the bells and the clocks and that, um, we also used the machinery and the tooling we had to make punch presses. We made punch presses and dies and those types of things. Um, so we made other things than clocks and bells at that time. One of the probably uh, saving graces for us was um, uh, that we didn't cast bells until the Ohio Bicentennial in 2003. Um, My great-grandfather and and so on um, said, never cast bells, never cast bells. There's too big of a risk in casting bells. Well, during the Second World War and, and after the war, um, all the bell foundries in the United States had switched a lot of their efforts over for the, for the war. And then after the war and when the war was finished, um, there was a shortage of bronze and nobody was buying new bells. Um, so that's when, in the early 50s, is when, if you look at the history, all the major bell foundries, well, not all of them, every, every bell foundry in the United States went out of business. Um, and there were no bells being cast in the United States anymore. At that time, um, Burton uh, did service repairs on bells and clocks all across you know all across the country. Um, so at that time, we were the only one out there that did that work, that actually manufactured um, any part or piece uh related to a bell that may need to be replaced or repaired um and um so that's probably what saved us if we cast bells back then we would have gone out of business just like the rest of them probably um but uh so you were able to diversify strong yeah able to diversify and, and do some with, other things along with the electronic carillon systems that we build Um, You know, at that time, uh, you know, and when the depression and things got bad, uh, people didn't have money for real bells. They could do electronic carillon system instead of a real bell. Um, So besides the
1: example of keeping up with the times and following technology and uh, being able to change, I mean, adapt with the generations. And you've been doing it for six generations better than anybody else has. Bob, we're running out of time here, Um, but it has been such a pleasure to have you on the show today and get a glimpse into the 175-year-old workings of the Verdon Company. Bob, best of luck to the future. I know that Uncle Jim is going to be stepping down, and I'm sure you're the heir apparent to that position. Tell everybody there at Verdon we said hi, and thanks for joining us. You've been listening to The Mentors. I'm your host, John Phillips. Be sure to visit TheMentorsRadio.com. Leave your questions, download free podcasts of the show, and much, much more. Everything you need to know about the show is right there. Tell your friends and colleagues. That's TheMentorsRadio.com. See you next week on The Mentors. Thanks for listening.
0: It's been The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business.